You're listening to Divorce Literacy with the Divorce Lending Association, a divorce podcast where we dig deep into issues of divorce that center around the marital home, other real property, and divorce mortgage planning, helping divorcing homeowners and their divorce team make more informed decisions regarding home equity solutions during and after divorce. So today I would like to introduce Maya Kehoe from Kehoe Money Hun. Maya, thank you so much for joining me today for our interview. And I am super excited to have you here with me. Thank you. I'm so excited about this too. Well, fantastic. I am going to just jump right in if you don't mind. Sure. So would you do me a favor and just provide us with a little background knowledge about yourself? your, and your practice. And then, you know, basically, for example, with so many areas of law, you could have chosen why family law, you know, how long you've been practicing, you know, so on and so forth. All right. Um, so I knew I wanted to do family law before I even went to law school. Mm. Uh, There's something just about helping families that really appealed to me. I come from a divorced home as many of us do. (laughs) And my parents did a great job not involving me and my sister. Um, and so I think seeing how good it could be kind of inspired me to, to start this as part of my practice. Um, my mom and my stepdad were also licensed marriage family therapists. So being around that growing up and kind of that wording, I knew I wanted to do something sort of counseling light. (laughs) So this felt like a really good fit. Um, and I've been doing it probably close to 20 years. If you include, um, some of the time during law school, I did a lot of trainings, um, and worked for different uh, attorneys during that time. And I've had my own practice for just about 15 years now. Um, and about, and we started in 2008, um, is when I first started the end of 2008 is when I started my first practice. Um, and I just do family law, but I do kind of a unique spin on it and that I only do out of court process options. So I help people mediate their dispute. I do um, collaborative law where we work in a team model and I do some self-help for people who are representing themselves or who are in mediation um, or another process like that and need kind of a reality check for themselves or to get some legal questions answered. Um, And we also do some document drafting when people have figured things out on their own and just need some help with paperwork. That is really unusual. I did not know that you did some backup to uh, folks that want to do this on their own. Yeah. And we also do prenuptial agreements. And then, of course, our practice does a little bit more than that. And that my business partner, Marissa Moneyhund, does estate planning. So we have estate planning and probate, too, um, which also really helps, especially with prenuptial agreements, Mm -hmm. because a lot of it sort of interplays with estates and um, trusts and trying to figure out how their estate plans will look when they're planning their lives together. And um, we look at prenups as a way to avoid divorce. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. kind of getting in front of it (laughs) um, and preventing it. And then, um, and we also do cohabitation agreements, which you and I have talked before. I think those are actually really important because I know so many people that are buying homes together and it doesn't matter if they are a couple or family members. Because I think that's really important to have that in case something happens to the other person. Yeah, absolutely. 
Good to know. Okay. So my next question for you is that, you know, I know that each divorce is really unique and everyone involved goes on their own unique journey through the process. If you could change anything or give any heads up advice to someone just starting down this path, what would it be? I would say get on the same page with your spouse about what process you're going to do. Um, I think a lot of the time um, people's initial reaction is to go talk to an attorney. And sometimes that makes sense. Um, For some families that makes things much worse. Um, They might go to someone who primarily litigates um, and then that attorney gets documents drafted and gets the other person served. And all of a sudden you're, you know, in this whole process that maybe you didn't even want. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, it feels like once that's happened, it's really hard to slow things back down. Um, and for a lot of people, I think they don't even realize that that's what's going to happen. And so it catches the other person off guard. That person becomes really defensive and all of a sudden you're off on the, a really bad foot. Um, and divorce is never easy. So doing anything you can to make it easier on yourselves and on your children is going to be well worth it in the end. Okay. Thank you. So, and that makes a lot of sense because I think people go into divorce having for the most part, unless they've gone through it before having zero idea of what it's going to be like, because it's like nothing else in life, I think. Absolutely. And I mean, really, when you think about it, it's, you're both going through a grieving process. You're both going to have, um, have to go through each piece of that grieving process and it's going to look different for you. And it really doesn't matter if, you know, you're really wealthy, if you're just dividing debts, if you're, you know, working on this amicably or not, it's always going to be a challenge. And and whether you're the person leaving or the person being left, it's just, it, no matter what situation you're in, it is going to be difficult. It is the death of your relationship and your dreams. And, and often I think people don't understand how much that's really going to hurt both people involved and the kids. Um, and, and really knowing that going into it, I think is really helpful to get some clarity about how things are going to go, um, and getting the right supports. So I think that's a really big part of it. So actually moving on from the support comment there, I can only imagine the benefit of someone who's going through the divorce to have a really strong divorce team. What do you recommend as far as what or who to look for when selecting an attorney, a financial planner, mediator, et cetera? I think the most important thing is making sure you find someone that you connect with because at the end of the day, you have to be, you have to tell them so much about your interpersonal lives mm-hmm. and you have to get into so much like very vulnerable details about what's happening for you, what you need, what you want, what you are hoping to accomplish. So if you are finding that you're not with the right personality fit for you, I think move on and find someone who will fit that. Um, I always think it's important to at least consult with one of the mental health people that's involved that does coaching. I think you always need to at least speak with one of the financial neutrals. I think it's really helpful to have at least a few different people involved, especially from the very beginning, 
if you're going to, one of you is going to buy the other person out on the house, you need to know what that looks like. So you definitely need to be talking to a lending professional. So I just feel like there's always whatever topic, you know, you're going to go through, you need to find a team member that knows what you're going through and what divorce looks like and, and how to be a professional in that field. Well, that is good to know. So do you have one really memorable case that you've worked on? And if so, what impacted you the most out of it? Um, when I first started out, I had a case where um, my client was and her children were pretty destitute. They had no financial help whatsoever from her former spouse. And he was making a really good living. And we went to um, a temporary hearing and then a trial within a few months of each other. And at the temporary hearing, the judge didn't like something about my client and made it clear she wasn't getting any financial assistance um, on a monthly basis um, for support. And then when we went to trial, we had a judge that told us the exact opposite and acted like we were crazy from even having a discussion about her not getting support. (laughs) And seeing these like stark contrasts between one judge and another on the literal same facts, like it wasn't a different case, it was the exact same case, (laughs) really gave me perspective on, on how confusing this is, how volatile this is, how one little piece of information can shift things so drastically and really how unfair it is to both people. Because the person paying also was in this position where he thought he owed nothing. Now he owes a substantial amount on a monthly basis for who knows how long. Like it was, there were so many unknowns and so many things outside of their control. Um, And seeing that and also seeing how like this family now has to co-parent, for example, moving forward when they just spent a day disparaging each other in a courtroom really impacted me and made me think this isn't how this should be. And Mm -hmm. so looking at collaborative and mediation, um, really, it really shifted my focus more directly on those, even though I was already there, that just really informed for me that that's where I needed to spend my time. Mm -hmm. That makes a lot of sense. And that, that actually sounds to me like it could be really disturbing when you have that kind of shift from one judge to another. Yeah, absolutely. So I really appreciate your, you sharing your super valuable time. I know you're very busy and I totally respect you as a really outstanding family law professional in our neck of the woods. So um, where can someone who might benefit from your expertise go to learn more about you? Um, Well, our website is a great place to start. It's kmmediation.com. Um, And from there, you can follow us on social media. We have um, posts regularly um, and different blog posts we do pretty regularly um, that are really informative and and really add to this conversation. I will say you're probably one of the only firms I know of in our area and in Portland, Vancouver, that has a very active social media and blog space, which I really like to read. So I thank you for that because you... (laughs) You and your firm put out a lot of great information. Um, Do you have one final thought that you would like to leave with today? 
I would say um, if you're going through this, um, know that, like I said earlier, it's it's not easy. There are um, varying degrees of how hard and how expensive this can be, but no divorce is cheap. No divorce is easy. There's always a great expense. There's always heartache and stress. Um, it's really a matter of being able to um, put your family first and realize that you two still have to figure out a way to work together in the future. Um, and then you can at least minimize those expenses, minimize that stress for both of you. Um, and then hopefully start new lives with a fresh clean slate um, without as much heartache and stress as you can. That is really good advice. You know, Maya, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be on here. And Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at divorcelendingassociation.com.